What's up everyone? Thank you for tapping in today. This is the second episode of My Jiu-Jitsu Academia. I am one of your hosts, Jason Madlock, and... DJ. Michael Ross. And Michael Ross is going to be our guest today. Uh, I spoke about him last time on the first podcast for you guys that tuned in. He is the guy that has now beat me twice. I lost. I lost a second. I said I was going to win, but I lost. So here we are. It is what it is. So... Hey. Mike, man, thanks, thanks for coming in. I really appreciate it. Uh, it, it let me first like start off by giving you your flowers, bro. Like it, it was an honor and a pleasure to battle with you. Um, one of the things that really stuck out to me about you was our first tournament. The guy who tapped and your the message you sent me mm-hmm. back and mm-hmm. just like I was like, oh, that was a really like it really like it really touched me. I don't even remember exactly what it was, but you complimented mm-hmm. me being a warrior and still fighting that guy, even though he tapped and everything. And like, I was like, oh man, that was just a stand up moment that I felt that I had with you. I, yeah. I just wanted to say thank you for that. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, th- just to kind of comment, on, I don't want to go too far deep into it, but um, there was like another factor that scared me <laughs> about you. Um, it's like, and I was, we was talking about it earlier, like when you, you came over and you were like drenched in sweat and I was like, like this is his warm up. I was like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And then like um, your first match, um, you were just you were having your way with the guy, and the guy clearly tapped. And me in that situation, I'm like, man, he tapped, man. Like, let's move on. Like, I don't want to have to kind of build it back up. But the confidence that you had, you were like, no, 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 come on, bring him back. Let's let's keep on doing it. I'm like, I'm like, he's that confident. I'm like, <laughs> Ah crap! And I was like, I was, I, I was shaking. I was shaking that because that was, to me, that was hard, and that was like show like um, the warrior spirit that you have, and the confidence that you believe, how much you believed in your jujitsu. Oh, so thank you, man. Yeah, thank you, man. It's funny because I think I even told you that day, and I told you. This motherfucker kept me up at night. Yeah. <laughs> I would like I went on JJ World League and I was watching the videos of the other competitors and I was like, this is the first time I've ever looked at anyone else. I've never looked at anyone else while I was going in blind. And I was like, you know what? Let me just see. Let me do some research. And then I was like, okay, him I can beat. Him I can beat. Oh, this motherfucker, Michael Ross. This dude is very calm, collected, and cool. He has no, there's no fear in him. He's he's ready for battle. And I was like, I was like, ah, oh, that's the motherfucker I don't want. <laughs> it it be it be like that though, like like even whenever I seen him coming up the stairs, just the energy, I was like, yeah, I, I get it, <laughs> I get it. You know, is is weird because um, because I seen you on on the the first one, and uh, I was I thought I was like, I think that's him, and I can feel a moment of like, I think he's sizing me up a little bit too. <laughs> and I think it like, and I was like, oh shoot, like I'm, I may be giving off the wrong impression, um, but like, it's like that times like a hundred at a tournament, you know, like uh, you like looking yeah. at people and like sizing them up. Um, but yeah, I don't want to get too far in that too. I got a couple things to say about that anyway. Definitely, I know. I know. Whenever I go to tournaments, I start sizing people up when we're in that like waiting line. Like you know how they have bullpen. Can you come a little closer? Bring it a little closer. Yeah, when we're waiting in the when we're waiting in the bullpen, I start sizing people up, and I can't like my beard doesn't connect, so it's like a weird insecurity of mine. I start (laughs) looking around the dudes that have these massive beards. Those are the ones that I'm always like, bro, bro. Um, 
Go ahead, go ahead. And, and I was just gonna say, I don't even know why it happens. Like, I was say, uh, wait, I didn't. So, July, you compete in July at JJ World League. So, mm-hmm. there was mm-hmm. a guy who was in my bracket. I think you were weight class above me because I was two hundred eight in July. Were you two hundred eight then? Yeah, yeah, I was two hundred eight. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you must have just been like an adjacent. No, 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 no. Hold on, I take that back. Um, in um, July was my first tournament back because everyone talked me into it. I was um, two fit. I had a B215, but that was like 220 and up. Okay. Yeah, Copy. Yeah. Copy. Okay. So oh, 220 and downside. Okay. I just made 208 for that competition. So you're talking about a guy with a beard, just uh, John Brady. You might have met him um, briefly, but he just big ass bushy, just, just looked like a solid dude. Yeah. And I was like, I don't want to fight that dude. And then like, that was like, I gave up my first match because I was thinking about that guy. I was like, I don't want to fight him. I like, this guy's hard enough. I, I don't have enough energy to get past this guy to the next guy. I don't want to fight that dude. It, it's part of that mind game, like that big burly beard. And if you're just a big dude and you're sitting there, everyone's looking at you like, oh my God, like, yeah. what's he really about? You, you know, like um, that kind of goes along with um, the like the fear that your mind creates. Um, I went to Pan in Dallas, and that was the first time that my girl went with me, and like for her to like see a tournament. And uh, we were just sitting down, and we were like just kind of watching it. And like she had watched a couple before before me. I was with my homie, and when I sat down with her, she's like, you know, you know, I'm noticing something. I was like, what? She's like, just everybody that looks mean keeps getting beat, and everyone that looks really nice keeps winning. And I was like, yeah. That, she's like, the like even the strong people, like the big big looking strong people that look mean she said they keep getting beat and i was like that's um i said yeah i said that's how it happens and i was like um what i think it is is fear i think um um as men we're like we're like animals and when animals get scared they start posturing you know and they like um they want to show you that they're not afraid you know so they put on his face and they they muscle up and they puff, puff their chest out and I'm like, oh man, this person, the most, he's scared the most. You yeah. know what I mean? And it happens in men, like we're so um, insecure, yeah. you know, like like we don't know how to like turn it off. You know what I mean? Like yeah, I, I agree with you 100%. Yeah. Like yeah. for me, um, I got no problem with saying I'm scared. You know what I mean? Like I I, I remember um, when I did the, the Nogi, um, the one with the dad did with you. Yeah. And, um, I saw these guys rolling and they were rolling so beautifully. And I'm like, yo, I'm not that good. I'm not that good. And I, and I told my coach, I was like, yo, I'm intimidated right now. And he said, look, he's like, they don't know your game. And it was like, so just go in there and play your game and you know, see what happens. And for sure enough, it worked. And, and, and I beat the guys that I felt like that were bigger than me, yeah. that looked meaner than me. And it kind of took that away, that, that scary look, you know, or the beard or whatever. You know, I, I, uh, not to keep going on about it, but um, the last tournament I did Nogi, and um, I was already tired and I was just like exhausted from the whole day. And I was laying down on the, the warm-up mats and I was mm-hmm. just kind of like rolling up my uh, my hip. And this guy, he had a hood on his head. And he was like kind of looking mean or whatever. And I'm laying on the ground and he was walking inches from my face, almost like, 
trying to intimidate me. And it was like you can tell he was yeah. looking he was looking mean and it was like, yo, we're not on the yard right now, brother. Like, <laughs> come on, like it's it's all good. And he kept on doing it. And I got offended by it, but I was so tired, I was like, I ain't gonna give it any energy. And I was like, it there's there's no um you know, like so sometimes you you like you're in a warm-up area. You may not even go against a person, you know, that's in there. Yeah. But everyone's trying to look all mean. And so I'm like, I'm probably not going to go against this guy anyway. They called over to the bullpen. Lo and behold, he was in my bullpen. And I'm like, all right, at some point, I'm probably going to go against this guy. Um, the, My first match, it was him. Ah. It was him. And I was like, and mind you, like, sometimes when you get so tired, you get into a place where you're like, I don't care, man. Like I'm tired, I got an excuse to lose. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I'm no. kind of going in this. Like I don't even care. Like let's let's get busy. Um, and I was like kind of letting that be known, because um, I was kind of offended by it. I was talking loud, but I wasn't talking to him. But I was talking loud. And uh, as soon as we got on the mat, looking at me all like like he's ready to kill me, and uh, he blasted uh, a double leg and he left his arm out, and I uh, kimored him in 16 seconds. I'm gonna tell you, I helped him up, we shook hands, we hugged or whatever. When we got off the mat, he was the nicest guy to me. He was so friendly and so nice. And in my head, I'm like, what was all that what was all that like that posturing about? Like you didn't have to do that, man. Yeah. yeah. Like that didn't have to be that. Nah. But but it, it's fear. Yeah. It's fear. I agree with you. Um, I don't wanna steal the show, so if you wanna say something on the fear, go ahead and I'll say what I say afterwards. Well, yeah, it, it just goes down to what you said, the posturing, because they have to psych themselves out. Like, uh, I don't know if you've seen the part in the last one where I was talking about, like, playing mind games with people. That's mm -hmm. what he was doing. He didn't know who he was going against. He just knew everyone in the room was going to see him doing this. And that's going to create conversation and talk. And they're like, oh, do you see that guy over there? He's scary. And kind of, like, built that fear mm -hmm. in his opponents. But at the end of the day, like... You have to you you have to show up and you have to perform in order to build that fear. If not, it's it's exactly what you said. It's posture, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know. And like me, I've competed long enough to where I do all that in my posture in my head because I'm like I'm at the point now where I I'm like you. I can say like I get scared during tournaments. Like my girls, like what's wrong? Like why are you like why are you so quiet? And it's because I'm getting ready. Like you don't you don't know what to expect. Mm -hmm. But in my head, it's like. Like I have to keep telling myself, like, what are you, what are you scared for? Like, you train, like, you do this, you go here every day, you, you train, like, you pick the gym with people that you feel can get you better every day. So, it's just that I don't, I don't, I don't know if it ever goes away. I don't know about mm -hmm. you too, but for me, every tournament, it's just nuts. Mm -hmm. I would say for me, it's getting easier. I think uh, just accepting that, like, I one of my rules for life is acceptance is the key to happiness. So the second I finally say, the second I pay for my tournament, that's my final acceptance. Like I'm doing this. From that point on, I block out all the fucking noise. Like I, like I don't even know like, what I mean by that is I don't think about the competition until maybe two days before. Mm. Two days before that a little bit of fear trickles in. It's like, oh fuck, oh, I don't wanna do this. Oh. <laughs> Fuck oh, this weight cut. Oh, I'm not at the weight cut right. Oh man, if I don't hit weight, man, I guess it gives me an excuse to quit. Like I guess I didn't want to fucking do this anyways. You know what I mean? That, that two day out. By the day of, I show up early and I show up. I weigh up early. I my my system is I show up 
as soon as I can weigh it. So like, you know, seven, six, whatever time that is, I weigh in, get the monkey of weight off my back. Then it's just, I, I go there, I take it down to this where we're at. All right, we're here. I ground myself, I leave, I come back. And then when I'm back, I'm chill until about an hour out and then I do my warm up. That's, that's when I'll do sprawls, I'll do some push-ups, I'll do, uh, I'm a, I do martial arts in general. Mm -hmm. So I'll do like some uh, some boxing combos and stuff, do my Goku stretches, and then it's on the mat. I'll look at people and like, it'll be like, oh man, I'll like, I'll look at how he looks scary. Don't matter, doesn't matter. Where are you at? What are you doing? Just do jujitsu. And that's why I just keep saying in my head, you, you're not surprised. I've studied so much that I'm not surprised by the things that are happening there. It's just someone's doing something better than what I'm doing in that moment. Mm -hmm. You know, like, um, our mind um, has a funny way of, like, making someone a lot bigger than what they are. Yeah. You know, you know um, um, you, went, you did your first match. Um, um, not the last one, but the one before. No, the, 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 the one we the, first... The, the yeah. first one. And um, you did a move that I didn't know what it was. And my coach had to tell me, he's like, oh, that's a, a Gerby choke. And I'm like, wait a minute. He's doing, like, trick moves? <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, I've never seen a Gerby choke before. And I'm like, and in my head, you were a black belt. And I'm like, they got me wondering if he's black. Like, he's not a real blue belt. You know what I mean? And that, for whatever reason, at that point, mm -hmm. You were so good in my mind, like, like there was no way that I could beat you, you know. And and it it wasn't me like kind of hold on for what things are. It's what my mind was creating. Yeah. To do. It was making you look way bigger than what you were. Um, and and that happens every single time. And like it, it's hard for me mm -hmm. to let go. You like know what I mean? to let go of that moment of building someone up of like they're better than you. I think it's that, and I think it's like. It don't matter. Okay. Like letting go of, like, like trying to be in that place. Like it doesn't matter. Uh, you know okay. what I mean? Like, like uh, I, I struggle with that. I struggle with that heavily. My my mantra is just jujitsu. Yeah. Like that's that's it's to me it's the easiest mantra that says fuck everything else just do jujitsu. It's like it doesn't matter how strong they are. It doesn't matter anything else. If you can get the right technique at the right time, you'll win. Yeah. Anybody can win. Mm -hmm. And that's what I love about the game. And I think that's the fun. The funnest part for me is like, you were talking about my first match on how it's like, I'm gonna be your second, I'm gonna be your first match. It wasn't necessarily confidence in a sense of like, I knew I was gonna win. It was confidence, like you said, in my jujitsu. It's like, mm. I know what my jujitsu is capable of based upon what this guy did at this last tournament. I know he's not doing enough to get better. I know I am. Because mm -hmm. I know how much I study. I know how much I train. I know how much I condition. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I can take a little bit of that stress off my back in that area. But like, I can beat that guy. It's the people like, like I said, like you, where I'm like, oh shit, did I do enough work? Because they know some shit. <laughs> and I, I don't know if I did enough work. Like you were saying, that like whatever choke I did, right? It's like, oh shit. Like the shit you did with the Kimura, right? It was simple. I left my hand out. I posted my hand. 
you you were tracking my arms the whole fucking time. I felt it. <laughs> I felt it. You went the two on one on here when I was top half guard. I was like, fuck, he's trying to hit that Kamara. I can't do that. I hit bottom. I was on the bottom. You uh you went for uh, you were trying to set the Kamara. I was like, fuck, I can't get my underhook because he's about to set this. Fuck, he's going Kamara. And then I go and then ego. It's like you you had swept me and I was like and you were like good job or something like that. I was like, yeah, I'm about to get you now. And I did a half guard, I was like, yeah, now what? And then like my hand posted and then I was like, fuck. It's like, damn it, this motherfucker got me. Fuck. <laughs> and like, so you know what I'm saying? In those moments, it's like, it's there, the jujitsu's there. And it was nothing, it wasn't anything that I had, didn't know was going on. But you just had practiced it more than me, and that, mm -hmm. in that moment, you were black belt compared to what I was, Man. as far as that skill and that technique. Man, I just said I'll just say that I was scared. Now, it's funny when you see the opposite because we were talking about it, and we were like, "He planned that. That's what he. That's what he was doing." And like he like he went in, he executed a game plan. Then you get here, you're like, man, I was panicking. <laughs> <laughs> but like like there there are elements. There are elements. Hold on, let's uh, let that settle. I'm alright. Oh, you're good. You're good. Okay. It's, it gives it gives uh, what it is is like this audio. It'll like fuck up in a in a track gotcha. later on. That's why. Um, you were there. There are elements. There are elements of like um. Like I knew if I accepted your sweep, mm -hmm. you were gonna have to post. Mm. And the arm was gonna be out, yeah. and so I'm like, I'm just gonna like let him post his arm, like like that wasn't a setup for like a, like a, the last five moves. I just knew that like if you were gonna get the sweep, and I was gonna let you have it, like like I'm like I'm not gonna fight this. Yeah. But I know like in you in you getting something, you give up something. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'm I'm gonna take this. And, and and kudos to you. Like I say this all the time, I am lazy. I'm lazy. Don't I say this? I'm lazy. Bro, I am the only reason why I'm good is because I have a library of BJJ Fanatic videos, and I not anymore. But there was a point in time up until about I would say April of last year, of this year, April mm -hmm. of this year, that I was studying at least an hour to two hours each day on jujitsu. No, oh, that's it's like Gordon Ryan, John Donaher, Andrew Andrew Watis. Whoever, Hodrick uh, Gracie, I don't care. I want to know as much jiu-jitsu as I can because the way I see it is, like I told you, I have all my injuries, so I'm so far behind. The only way I'll ever catch up is if I know as much as, you know, as yeah. much as I can. Yeah. That's wild too because there's like a stigma behind online or just like watching seminars. Mm -hmm. And like as of like the last like couple months, I've kind of like changed my mind about it. Mm -hmm. And and it's because like I run into people where you're like a lot of my game, a lot of my build has come from learning from what I've watched and what I've seen. Learning from learning from what I've watched and what I've seen. Yeah. So it, it's just crazy because you pretty much just said like, yeah, I figured I felt exactly what you were trying to do based off of what I seen, but I didn't have the application to stop it. Yeah. So it, it just brings back to the whole thing with jujitsu and how it's checkers and not chess. And you're, you have to continuously combine your body and your fucking, and your mental in order to progress further. So that's, that's, it's interesting. So it's cool to see like you guys, like you guys obviously have competed, you guys have trained and like done your thing together and then sit here and talk about like what you felt and what you felt and how you seen it and how you got to the point that you are. And, and like, it's completely different paths, you know? Mm -hmm. 
that's pretty that's pretty awesome man so do you do any online research or training you just stick primarily stick with in school um i wouldn't say that i um like i watch online stuff but for me like it doesn't work like i'll see like a really um cool move online and i'll try to implement that in in um in class Mm -hmm. and it won't work Okay. Because there are like nuances to it that I don't understand, and I need someone to break it down to me. Um, what's been the most helpful for me is like competing a whole bunch. Um, if I if I got beat, my instructor telling me like, okay, then um, this is what you need to start thinking about. This is what you need to do, mm-hmm. and and or if I did good, he'll tell me like, okay, then this is how you can make this stronger. Okay, like um. It's hard for me to watch an instructional or like online stuff and like really uh, get benefits out of it. Like I'm more of a hands-on people. Like some people can just like learn off online. I'm like, I wish I can do it, but I can't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can only learn from making mistakes. Copy. I feel that. I feel that. And the trial by fire of competition is huge because like you brought up the 17 year old um, that won trials. Mm-hmm. A lot of that is like he's 17 and he's treated like jujitsu is his sport. Mm-hmm. So that trial by fire and on top of being a sponge, it just makes him grow like exponentially fast. So it's like the combination. Um, but yeah, man, that, that's just fucking crazy. Especially like, I don't know, man. Especially just how far, I, like far people are growing using both. No, I, I agree. And I think I'm kind of like you, like you were saying, I'm kind of trial by fire too. I think the only reason why I'm able to do it online is because I chunk it. So if there's um, if there's a segment specifically just one pass, like you know how like in class they'll teach you three sets of moves, and then um, you'll maybe only remember one move, but it's mm-hmm. like three different ways to do the one move. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just focus on that one move, and then I'll go to class that whole week, and I'll try to do that same move, that same pass, that same sweep, and I'll do that consecutively until I feel like I, I won't change any. I'll still like go forward in the in the tutorials, but I go back and watch that one section. And until I feel like I've gotten that into my game, I won't move on to the next section. You see, and that's why I think like, um, but there's like a, a, a difference between you and that because our paths are a little bit different. Um, you told me that you wanted to be a teacher. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different w- way of looking at jujitsu. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm only looking at it at like um, in a competitive standpoint. So I'm always like, They'll teach something in class and I'll oblige. But like once we go into class, I'm like, yo, if I'm working on on my half guard game, I'm working on that for like a month. I I I, I can kind of care less about what's going on in class. Because yeah. you only retain one percent of it, maybe, you know, if you're lucky. Um, and I'm like, I'm just gonna keep on doing this. But you had told me that you like you wanted to teach. For me, I think that's dope because I, I wish I could slow myself down mm-hmm. and want to approach it that way. Because you are paying attention to things that that I won't, you know. What do you think keeps you from doing that, though? Um, I I don't know to be honest with you. I I guess it's it's just the my my approach and like what okay. I want to get out of it right now. Like I like um I guess since I just want to compete right now. You know, I'm just like, I'm just trying to get, you know, I'm being selfish about it. And I'm like, I'm just going to work on my game. I envy you. 
you know like no 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 but but hold on but i envy you like i, I wish i can slow it down and be like yo you know what i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna learn jujitsu i'm not really learning jujitsu i'm learning how to win like a match or i'm learning like how to get good at one thing okay you know if someone asks me like hey can you teach me certain things in jujitsu i can only teach them from like a certain perspective God. you can you can teach them from a a, a wider you know yeah than, i get what you're I saying could, yeah know? Well, it takes time. Like you said, uh, you said that you've been training like four years now, mm -hmm. uh, and like at four years, that's that's not like it's it's a good amount of time, but it's not that much no. time in the grand scheme of yeah. things. So you have time to develop that, and it's just repetition of seeing the same thing over again. Well, you know? I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this: if a white belt came up to me, and this is a very basic, and I, I know both of you know how to do it, right? Mm -hmm. If a white belt came up to me and said, "Hey," Can you teach me how to do a triangle from close, like from close guard? Mm -hmm. I couldn't do it. Uh, uh, so you 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 can do it, but I you can can't just, tell can, them okay, how to exactly, do it. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It, oh, it, it I would have to do it like ten times. And be like, okay, this is how you do it. You know what I mean? Okay, like okay. I can't. And I can tell you right now, like it, it's like five steps. Like I I break everything down as like steps, if that makes sense. So like for a triangle, I'll be like, what's I chunk this? Like I said, I just chunk everything. So I can tell you how steps. Stop talking now. No, <laughs> no, no, no. But but, but that, that's just what it is. And I just think it's just like a, you know, everyone sees it different. Like everyone's approach is a little bit different. That's why you can, you can excel with okay. um, the online stuff. I can't. You know what I mean? Like like I, like I, I, I need like if it's something that I'm, if it's part of my game, I do need my um my instructor. Like hey, go, like I'm learning this. Tell me. What what am I not doing right? Because mm -hmm. every move is like, well, well, there's this hidden jujitsu part where you know, you grab the wrist and turn it, and you know, you know. So that that's yeah, yeah, yeah. And those those little intricacies do come into play, like as you move forward, just because like grabbing slightly too high will fuck up everything. Yeah, you know. Mm -hmm. And like I don't know, for me, I didn't start picking that shit up until like five six years in. So it's mm. like, it, it comes different for everybody. It just depends on like what your background is or even like if you understand your body, like your body, you know? Um, so it, it comes with time, especially like, especially like when you're like, when you're competing, uh, like you're gonna get to a point where you're gonna sit down and be like, I have to learn this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that's the only time where I'm like, all right, <laughs> Let me learn close guard. <laughs> oh man, close guard's the best. I don't know what you guys are scared of, man. man. Jump in. Oh, I'm not scared. The man. pool's I was, nice. I was. I'm. I'm getting really confident by close guard. So much so that like I like in our last match, I was. I was scared. I, I attempted it. Like I was like, we're going here. We're gonna die here. Did Did you see? Uh, I don't know if you see on on the video. Um, I started cramping. I didn't see you cramping. But I, I, I did see you go to like your coaches and you said, I'm, I'm trying. That's all I saw. Oh, no, like no, that. no. But I was, I was telling him, I was like, he was telling me to do something. Uh -huh. And I turned around and said, I can't. I'm cramping. Uh -huh. Like, my like, like, <laughs> was cramping in my foot. And I was like, he's like, just get out. I'm like, I can't. can't. <laughs> just get out. That's like, just stand up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man, I was, honestly, I was, I was committed to that arm bar. It was, it was, I was trying to go for an arm bar or omoplata sweep. And, my leg, I think you broke my guard right when I was about to grab the grip for the omoplata sweep, mm -hmm. but my fingers went inside, and because I am who I am, I was like, that's cheating. I gotta let go. 
and then gave up position. Not not to get like you probably would have position, and I'm not saying that. But I remember specifically, I grabbed the grip, and you moved to open the guard. And when you moved, my grip, my finger, my four fingers went inside the cup instead of grabbing the outside. Uh, and I was like, "Fuck!" And then I was like, "Well, I could try to do this, but it was whatever." So then. We ended up in bottom half, or such side a, control, whatever the fuck we ended up in. You're such a nicer guy than me, because I would have yanked that shit. <laughs> Man, so for me, I think uh, we were talking about this a little bit. It was my injuries. So mm-hmm. I started I started at 33 is when I started. I'm 35 now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had a plethora of injuries coming into this. So I know I can't. I'm not a competitor. Like, I know I can never be Gordon Ryan. I know I can never compete full time and get my body the way some people can and knowing that I think is probably the biggest ego check for myself because I want to I want to run I want to fight I want to go out there I want to lay it on the line and I want to be the best because I've never done anything in my life up until this point can I say something yeah, go, go ahead go ahead, go I, ahead I, I, feel, I feel a certain way about it um um not to say that you're doing this, but I'm like, um, I had the same thought, like, oh, like, um, I'm, I won't be this, I won't be that. I'm like, I got, I got to stop thinking about, like, thinking like that. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to put limits on myself. Yeah. I mean, I, I may not get there, but I don't want to tell myself, like, oh, well, you know, I won't be this. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Because, um, I was talking to my coach I'm like hey, what does it take you know to to make it to ADCC and you know he was like look everybody's juicing everybody's doing this they've been doing this since they were kids blah 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 and I was sitting there saying like man there's a way like like, like I don't have to th- that's not the only route like I can get into ADCC at 40 45 you know what I mean mm-hmm. and there, there's a way in and if if I tell myself like there's still a way mm-hmm. you know then I don't block myself from going I, like I don't put a ceiling on myself. Copy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, look, it, injuries is like kind of a hard thing to kind of like, you know, kind of try to overshadow. Like you, yeah. you can't, you know, you obviously can't do certain things, but maybe that's your way in. Maybe there's, you know, that's that's your secret, you know, in because because of something. I don't, I don't know. No, like, I, I'm, I'm I, try- I get exactly what you're saying, 100. percent Um. And not to take away anything you're saying, I could 100%, I, like I said, I'm all about honesty. I could 100% doing this thing where I'm setting a ceiling for myself, but I feel like where I'm at in my life, that I'm setting the realistic ceiling of what I'm actually capable of. And that's because of everything I've been through, my whole life I've set on the sidelines. It wasn't until 2020 when I even started this journey did anything kind of click for me? I think I told you this before, and we might have talked about it in the first podcast. I was watching The Matrix, and Morpheus says to Neo, There'll come a day when you know a difference between walking the path and knowing the path. Mm-hmm. And in my mind, it clicked for me. I was like, You just known the path. You've just been talking. Oh, I know this. I know that. But you haven't done, done shit. And so that moment locked in me that I'm going to walk the path for the rest of my life, no matter what it is. Yeah. And so. You could be 100% correct. And I think that there is a small part of that. But then when I look at how much I have to go through just to get through a training camp and then the stress on my knees, the knee braces I have to wear just to even do jujitsu, 
and I'm 35, I do kind of have to, I feel like I have to look at that from a mature standpoint and go, hey, you're only getting older. And if you want to have a, an active, progressively good lifestyle as you get older, you might want to take care of yourself. So it's so choosing like, your body over It's choosing my the, body over, over the That's really what it is, over the glory of trying mm -hmm. to compete. That's really what it is. So you're saying that if the right set of circumstances came about your way, right? And let's just say like someone was going to just take care of everything. You're going to have the best coaches, mm -hmm. the best um, uh, vitamins, meal plan, everything. And it's like, look, we're going to train you. We're going to get you into the ADCC. Would you believe you can make it in or would you try it? I'm I'm still gonna try it even now with okay. none of it. Okay, okay. And then okay. so that's that, that's why I say that like there's, there's there's this ceiling of like, yes, I don't think I can do it, but I'm still gonna try. That's why I'm still it is it's my goal to win a gold medal at JJ World League right now. That's my current goal. Yeah. The only reason why I'm not competing in December is because I should have the same birthday as my father. And he died in twenty twenty. And it's on my fucking birthday. December sixteenth. No, it's, it's it's all good, bro. But because of that, I'm like, I don't want to fucking compete. I, I, I want to spend that day remnant. And maybe that's the best way to do it. You know, remember my father is go out and battle and whatever, whatever. I don't think that's how I want to spend my birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's the reason why I'm not competing. Um, so I guess next year sometime, maybe. But also I wanna I wanna get down to 180. That's my goal, is be down to 180. Mm. So I gotta lose weight. And I don't think I can do it by December 16th. You know, I thought you were following me. <laughs> I look at the brackets. I didn't look at the brackets. I looked at like um, the um, like who was all like how many people were gonna compete. Mm -hmm. And um, I said, wait a minute, what's it? One ninety five. Like he was two oh eight. I'm like, yo, he want revenge. <laughs> he want revenge. <laughs> and I'm like. Dude, that fired me up. I was like, all right, man. I'm going to hit these ways hard, man. Nah, oh, it wasn't about revenge. For me, like I said, it, I'm only in competition myself. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no bullshit. Yeah, like, I, I think I can beat you. I, no, I, no, no. Down, I think I can. And I don't, I don't say that with any disrespect. I say but the utmost fucking respect for you and your game. I, I just, five minutes is a very short time to get past a very good opponent. <laughs> and I, I, I'm I'm gonna say something, um, and I mean this. I mean okay. this. Um, I wholeheartedly uh, think and know that you're better than me. I know you are. Thank you. I, I, I've seen your game. I have seen what you do, um, and I know I know you're better at, at this than me. Like like for Thanks sure. For the yeah yeah yeah. I, like um, you know, like everything that I was throwing at you even when I was like seeing your messages it was like all out of respect like all right I'm 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 ready for this like I'm I'm excited for this I knew when we was going we was gonna battle mm -hmm. um I was so relieved so I'm like oh like I finally get to do jujitsu like like I get to have fun with someone yeah because like the, the matches when you don't know the person you feel like it's a fight mm -hmm. and you're like just trying to survive you're trying to get them out yeah. but when you're going against someone like I I felt like when we were gonna go like it was, we were gonna compete, but we weren't gonna try to hurt each other. Yeah, you know what Perfect. I mean. I'm like, ah, I, I, now, now we get to play. You know what I mean. And I, I was so ready to play, man. Jiu-Jitsu builds friends quick. Like it's hard not to like build that connection and that respect for each other when you just spent 
like at this point, what, 10 minutes almost? Yeah. And just mm-hmm. pretty much. Nah, get... nah, he got me like a minute 30 with that Kamora, bro. No, nah, so but we'll we still waited we'll like 10 minutes. We did wait like 10 minutes yeah, on the match. You know? <laughs> so, so, like, you guys do build that camaraderie, and then, like, jujitsu, like, you guys are up close and personal with each other's faces. Like, it, it's, it's hard not, like, you either come out as like, oh, yeah, man, good job, or you leave like, I fucking hate that guy. Yeah. You know, there's no, there's no in between. Well, there is, but like in tournament situations, that's usually how it winds up. Yeah. Um, you watch anime? Do you watch anime? No. Uh, then yeah. you'll get this, and maybe you can speak on this a little bit. It's like, for me, I'm a, a Dragon Ball Z. Mm-hmm. You probably know a little bit about Dragon yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball Z. Uh, Dragon Ball Z was a thing growing up, and for me, I always wanted like, I always wanted like a best friend that I could battle with. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what like jujitsu kind of gives you a little bit. Yeah, is that that friend you can battle with. Yeah, without with that with that. Yeah, I think you were talking about like in the in the gym within that safety of knowing that hey, this person is gonna kill me. This person isn't trying to kill me. Mm-hmm. I think that's what I liked about us in our first matches. Like you were like, bro, I, I let go. I thought you tapped. I don't want to hurt anybody. I was like, I, like that right there. And then your message to me afterwards was like, oh, I think this guy might be a cool dude. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm in crisis. I don't trust anybody. I moved around a lot as a kid, so I have very big trust issues with people. Yes. It's my own thing. Yeah, nah. Like, it, for me, it's like, like, I get that. Because mm-hmm. me and my brother, we always say iron sharpens iron. Mm-hmm. You know, the only thing that cuts glass is diamonds and other glass. So mm-hmm. you need someone that's able to push you and know your limits and know what you're good at to help you progress because if you just have somebody stroking your ego all the time or just letting that someone that just like lays there mm-hmm. you know you need that that camaraderie and that that i guess fire with somebody else just to keep you going because it's, it's hard to do jujitsu when you're just kind of dominating a school mm-hmm. yeah it's it's love when you when you got the you you got your your partner Who's pushing you and you're pushing them? I, I need it. I need it. I, I I like someone to make me uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah. I need that. You yeah. know. Yeah. Well, you don't get better like like Cole. Cole needs pressure to become a diamond. You know. Mm-hmm. So like you you need it. So that's why people's favorite like training partners always the the person who kind of beats their ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Man, I want I do want to touch back on this because I was like. I want to know you guys' experience with it, mm-hmm. uh, with egos, like, because mm-hmm. um, I have a funny story, but I want to know what you guys have dealt with with, with the ego stuff. Like, even if it's in your, uh, I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Like, if it's in your own school or like outside, like a school that you well, visited or old school. Luckily, old I've school. been to. <laughs> I, and we talking about again, like we've been to a lot of schools, so we can say a lot of shit <laughs> and, and keep things private yeah, and yeah, still yeah. talk about people they have yeah, no idea we talking yeah, about. I, I got you. Yeah, yeah, man. This so most before being here, I trained in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this dude, man. And like for Austin's purpose, he's young, 22 years old, super athletic. Like the dude used to talk about, like I'm a Viking. Like he, like super cut abs. Like for Austin's purposes, this dude should have been a monster. Mm-hmm. He got wiped by everybody in the gym, and like not just the dudes, like the girls, like because he just refused to let his ego aside and learn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it was just all everything was a fight. Everything was a 
And you can be rolling with him and be like, to get out of here, you got to do this. He's not going to listen to you because he mm. thinks you're trying to set him up. This dude within like, because no one could take it easy on him because his ego just consistently forced him to ramp up and go crazy on people. So because of this, like within like the year I was there, broken fingers, he got cauliflower ear in like three months, um, tore, tore his rotator cuff. And I'll give it to the dude, he had heart. But like, whenever I text my friends, I'm like, yeah, how's he doing? Is he getting better? They're like, he's gone. Mm. Like, he's gone. Like, he got beat up in the gym because of his ego. And like, not like, a, oh, we're sparring. Like, he got mad and squared up. And then, mm, okay. So, like, I've seen, I've seen some shit, but that's the one that I'm like, bro, come on. <laughs> Is it worth it, man? <laughs> Is it worth it? Ah, uh, I don't know. Uh, ego for me. I can't think of any particular things that really stick out. There was one incident where I was at a new gym and I don't know. This is what I don't know. I don't know if this guy was possibly a mad enforcer and me, but, <laughs> but the thing is, I, you know how I roll with people I don't know. And when I first roll, I'm very docile. I'm mm -hmm. very much, what are you going to do? I'm going to sit back and let you do whatever you want to do to me. I'll let you tap me. I don't care. Uh, when I was a white belt, my philosophy was get tapped out more. Mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. if I could sit there and get tapped out, but understand the mechanics of mm -hmm. why I'm getting tapped out, I'm mm -hmm. going to learn. So I didn't care that I got tapped I still don't care if I get tapped out. The only time I care if I get tapped out is if I was actually trying to like get out in that moment against like a brown or black belt. Because I just feel like those are the only people that really give me challenges. Purple belts give me challenges depending upon their skill level. But I feel like you get a range of purple belts in the same way you do with blue belts, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, you, get a, mm -hmm. you get a range. So, um, but... Uh, so he could have been a mad enforcer. I don't know, but it was an open mat and right off the bat, it was a competition match. I was like, what the f <laughs> I was like, just right, right away, like went for a leg lock and I was like, heel hook and we're in gi and, and I'm, I'm a blue belt and I, I know I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm mad because like, that was not my vibe. And I was just like, I was just coming in. I'm gonna have a good Saturday morning. I mean, Sunday morning. And it was just this competition role. And he's just like, all right, fine. I was like, you know what? I'm not even gonna try to beat this guy. I just wanna control him. So my my thing was just control him. So that's I just, worse. <laughs> to just control them, over submit them, that's worse. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's worse. so every position he went into, I was like, nope, he tried to invert. I was like, we're just gonna sit here. I'm gonna put all my weight on you. We're just gonna sit here. And then we just kept doing that back and forth. And finally the match was over. And I think that was the only time I've ever really experienced like, Ego for no reason at all. <laughs> that's and like, but the thing is, I've watched him roll with other people, and I feel like that's how he is. Mm. I've watched him, and with girls, he's rough. And I, I, I fucking hate bullies. That's yeah. like my biggest fucking hate bullies. So when I see a guy rolling rough with a girl, I don't care if you're new or white belt, it rubs me the wrong way. And usually, if it's a new or white belt, I'm like, hey, bro, chill the fuck out. Like, it's not that serious. Like. You beating her doesn't mean shit. Now, if you could beat me, let's have a fucking talk. You know what I mean? Like, like I don't want, I don't want to see guys beat up on girls. It's just not my thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I want girls to be, I want them to be tough and get stronger, be able to beat guys. But I just feel like a lot of times with like white belts, there's a lot of ego, especially when it comes to girls. Like, I can't yeah. get beat by a girl, so I'm gonna fucking double leg her and slam her. And it's like, whoa, what the fuck, bro? Sit down. 
Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I don't even understand why people get into that. Like, you can shake a girl's hand and know, like, it's diff- It's a different feeling. Yeah. So that's wild. That's I, wild I've, I've seen it so many times where, like, a like a purple belt will refuse to roll with, like, certain people in the gym, but he'll roll with all the white belts, mm-hmm. all the blue belts <laughs> that he know. He'll roll with the girls. And it was like, he's avoiding mm-hmm. certain people. He's like, come on, man. Like, come on. You know, like, test your belt. Test your belt a little bit. I get it at white belt. You can't do that shit at purple. No man, no, no. You you don't you don't supposed. To, I mean, white belt is no expectation, so you can get beat by everybody. It don't yeah. matter, you know. Um, I had one in particular uh, situation with with ego, and, and and I'm the same exact way. I don't care about getting tapped. As a matter of fact, if you catch me, I'll laugh about it. I'm like, how'd you do that? Like, show me. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm excited about it because I want to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a school. <laughs> I went to another academy. I just dropped in. Mm-hmm. And um, when I come to someone else's school, I'm super respectful. Like, hey, man, like, this is not my home. This is your home. I want you to know that, like, I'm not, you know, yeah. I understand the, the idea of a mat enforcer, mm-hmm. you know, so I'm good with that, too. You know what I mean? Um... Um, but I just want you to know that I respect. So I'm in the class. We're doing like the drills and then we do King of the Hill. Mm-hmm. And like if for people that don't know King of the Hill, like it's different for everybody. It's like five or six people lay on the ground. You know, you get in that clothes guard, okay. you know, pass or submit. And okay. the person has to either submit or sweep you. Okay. you know? Yeah, we did that today. <laughs> so um, I'm a... I'm at blue belt at this point, and there's a purple belt. Um, I can tell like his energy is like I'm the man up in here. So I'm like, all right, cool, you know. And this is just like the thing. Mm-hmm. I it was a struggle, but I passed his guard and I mounted. Now I don't know if it's like one, two, three, or it's just like as soon as I pass it, is it right? Mm-hmm. He was like still fighting, still fighting, and then like. He was fighting until he got half guard. And I'm like, I guess we're just going to keep keep going. And, like, the instructor said, all right, both of you guys, you know, get off, right? And I think that, like, that started the engine. And so very shortly after that, it's like, okay, you know, now we're just going to have a roll. Mm-hmm. And I go on the mat, I sit down. I'm not looking at anybody. I'm, like, if I'm going to someone's school, I'm almost, like, waiting for, like, the last person. Like, hey, I'm, I'm available if you want to roll. I don't want to, I, I'm definitely not picking anybody out. The purple belt is a hey, you. Come on. Didn't even Hey you. Hey you, come on. Uh, like, like call, call me out from there, buddy. And in my head, I'm like, okay, cool. Like I, I can I can tell where this is going. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm like like I'm very I play a very passive game. I'll let you pass me. I'll let you smash me. I don't care. Yeah. But my thing is this. Your speed becomes my speed. Dragon Ball Z. You know what I mean? So I'm like, look, if you want to go 80, I'll raise you. You know? If you want to take up to 80, I'll take you to 85, maybe 90. You know what I mean? But, you know, like, you know, so he's going. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's like almost like a competition, right? And I'm like, I'm cool. I'm playing passive. And he's taking my passiveness as like he's gonna dominate. And I let him get comfortable, swept him, mm-hmm. and I keep more of him. 
Oh, he hates you. He love that move. He had three <laughs> minutes left. He had three minutes left. And I was like, hey, you, you good? He's just like, yeah, smack my hand. Like, you, you know how like, like you, you smack and do a fist bump? He just smacked my hand out the way and went straight in. And I'm like, uh, at that point, it wasn't a competition match. It was an all-out fight. Mm-hmm. It was personal. And, yeah. it, you know, like, it was just nothing happened. He didn't ta- He didn't get me. I didn't get him. But I had a busted lip. And I remember after the match, I'm, like, grabbing my lip, and I'm, like, looking at blood. And he's looking at me like, you know, good roll. And I was like, yeah, man, good roll. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yeah, what was that for? Like, it was like, yo, like, you know what I mean? Like that's wild. It, like I don't know. I, I felt a certain way, but here I think this is the the dope part. Um, if you can sometimes, especially as men, if you can like make your ego go even lower than that person, mm-hmm. they'll lower their guard. When the when when the when the whole thing was over, when everything was over, I was pissed off. Like I had a busted lip. I was pissed off. Too. I seen him on the mat. And I sh- and, and I I grabbed him. I said, "Hey, man, that was a good match, man. Thanks for pushing me." And he looked at me. He said, "Good Kimura." And I'm like, "That was respect. That, that mm. that's how I knew. Like, it, it was like, uh, yeah, I, I knew. Like, uh, I you know what I mean? But it was still like, man, we didn't have to do that. No, you know I, I, mean? I agree. It was like the match I was saying was the same thing. It's like we didn't have to do that, bro. We we could just been friends. Yeah. <laughs> Pushed each other. Like talked about this. We could have had a conversation. Yeah, that, no. that's funny. Like. I don't really run into people do it, trying to do me like that. Uh, you a big guy, man. Ain't nobody gonna test you, man. <laughs> well, I, I have to, I have to like move around the gym a different way. Like I have to be ultra friendly, or else I get no roles. Like mm-hmm. if I come in and I'm not smiling during that day, I'm, I'm getting no roles. Um, Unless it's me. Are they like approaching you like a grizzly bear? Like, hey, how you doing? You in a good mood? Bro, when I first, when I first got to A side, every day Armin he used to have to be like. He's safe, guys. Like it's okay. Yeah. Like get get out there and like he'd be like go roll. Like he tell certain people like go roll with him and they'd be like, no, I gotta. Like come on, bro. Yeah, man. And, and you mentioned like purple belts who like look. <laughs> if you that gets to me so much, I man. I think this is your camera right look, here. <laughs> what, whichever one, if you are a purple belt, a blue belt a brown belt and you're running from round because they're tough or they're hard just go home just go home bro no you're not you're not doing nobody any favors you're not helping anyone get better you're just there breeding your ego and then at that point in time you got your belt just because you've been there that long not Mm -hmm. because you're that good yeah and i can respect like if you're a purple or brown belt you're going with white belts because you're trying to work on aspects of your game but don't consistently Make eye contact. Then look to someone. No, 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 man. <laughs> like, uh, let's do this. You know what I mean? Like, you, you, you see me. We have. Yeah. You've been avoiding me for a month. Come on, man. Let's just let's oh. just do this. You know what I mean? I, you know, I hate it. I hate it when white belts do it, but I hate it even more when it's uh, upper belts. See, see, white belts get the excuse they're scared. They don't yeah. know what's going on. I'm alright with, but you, you. I think even I, I'll give it to a blue belt. Like, you know, they're still a filling out point, mm-hmm. but purple, brown, and black, you better not. Yeah. You yeah. know, well, unless you got, like, I respect it if someone, like, has, like, a lot of injuries. And, like, yo, I've had people come to me, like, hey, I just don't want to roll with someone big. I got a lot of injuries, and I'm just trying to look out for myself. Yeah. I respect. If you come to me and tell me that, I respect you for the rest. Like, I, I'm not even looking at you or anything like that. Yeah. 
But if you just avoid me and I see you roll with people my same size or my same rank, but you avoid me, I'm like, all right. And you, you said one more thing that these people who like running do. Bro, stop rolling with the girls. Like yeah. the girls are the girls are good. Don't get us wrong, bro. But stop rolling with stop the girls. Stop rolling with <laughs> stop. the girls. Like one, I think you're weird. Like you're just here to come roll with women all day. I get it, but that's weird. Two, bro. No. Come get better with the rest of us, bro. Yeah. That's just crazy. Man, uh, we're we're at about an hour. Uh so let's wrap this up. But I think that's a good point, what you're saying. I think um we're talking I was saying white belt. Go ahead, say something. Go ahead. I wanted to say uh I'm gonna try to make this as quick as not to make it long way. No, you're good, bro. Because you asked me about um what what got me into your origin oh. story. You know what we can do? My okay. issue is just timing. We're gotcha, gonna gotcha. we're just gonna cut and read. Just let me out. We'll cut. Okay. And so we're back from the break. Um I do wanna know your origin story. We got so into talking, I forgot to even ask you because the competition and everything. I, I still want to know more about your origin story because I don't know. You said last time you talked about uh, your girl asked uh, your 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 brother's girl asked you, mm-hmm. but like what really kept you like all that stuff. So let's get in that a little bit. We got we got a little time. We got a little time. Um, honestly, I just love com- like competition. Like my my brothers aren't my real brothers. Like we grew up okay. across the street from each other. Like they're my their family like that. Um. We competed in everything, football, basketball, video games. I can throw this rock farther than you. So, like, Mm. naturally, for lack of a better term, in everything I do, I want that smoke. And (laughs) jujitsu, for a long time, I was just getting dominated. Like, and because I'm big, I got, like, thrown at the the competitors, Mm -hmm. like, and just to beat the shit out of me. And, like, the fact that I was used to tasting victory in other sports and other things and i just couldn't like get a win here in jujitsu for so long until it started to click was addicting to me because it gave me something to strive for something to want so i was always just kind of like addicted to it like nah this is my new thing Mm -hmm. yeah but that's pretty much it and then uh and then i started dating a couple girls through jujitsu and then after that Dating and jujitsu. That should be our next episode. Don't do it. We should uh, bring on, bring in our local favorites. Don't do it. To be honest with you, uh, there's a couple that started dating at our gym, and normally I'd probably be like, "Don't do it," but I they do a great job of leaving everything at the door. You can't. You wouldn't even know they were in a relationship if mm. if they didn't tell you. That's like how good it is, in my opinion. I thought they were dating before. No, oh, they met no, there. No, they met there. As far as oh, I could crazy. be one hundred percent. Don't let me ruin y'all origin story. Um, y'all know who you are, and you know what's up. Oh. Um, but that's lit. I said yeah. it like we didn't talk about it last time because we love the shit out of them. There's a couple. I've seen the picture of them that you had their face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was, it was, it was, everyone it was, loves them. It was that couple. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now I want to know who they are. Like, no, I'll show you after this. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah. Your origin story. What, what BJJ origin? Let's go. I'm, I'm gonna try not to be so long winded about it. Um, Take as long as you need, bro. The the short answer the the short version is, um, when I met my lady, it was the first time I I had this feeling of wanting to protect someone mm-hmm. so much. Okay. And I'm like, I need to I need to figure out, like I I want to protect her, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, 
And that's how I got into jujitsu. Okay. The longer version of that is, um, um, I was, I was bullied a whole lot in, in, in like middle school. And in high school, um, I knew so many people mm-hmm. that as far as like being bullied and stuff like that yeah. wasn't happening. And I was like, I got, I kind of was in the clear. I played football, basketball, stuff like that. So when you're a jock, you don't, you know, you don't get too much of the bullying aspect. You know, yeah. I mean, you're pop, you're part of the popular crowd or whatever, and you don't get that. Um, but as an adult, I experienced some bullying, and I didn't understand mm. it. And um, uh, uh, a friend of mine, he uh, he, his brother was coming in town, and he we were just hanging out or whatever. And I don't know why, but I don't think his brother took to me very well. And I I don't still don't know to this day like what I did or what I said or whatever. But maybe I rub, rubbed him the wrong way. Well, I had my ex at the time. Um, we went out to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles. And I believe he was like, had a couple of drinks in him or whatever, or maybe he was just sober. And he was just like, as soon as I got there, he started making fun of me. Mm-hmm. And it's like in front of all these people, in front of my girl. And I was confused. I'm like, man, look, what, what happened? And I had a look on my face and he was like, what? What, you need five minutes? And at the time, I didn't know what five minutes meant. Like, I don't uh, even know what it means now. <laughs> do, you, do you know what it means? Uh, but no. Look, when someone says, do you need five minutes? It means, do you want to go in the back and we can handle it oh, for five minutes? Okay, copy. Yeah. And I, th- I think that's like a up 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 north thing or whatever. Okay, so, um, he's like, you need five minutes? And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, it's like do I need, is he telling me to go cool off somewhere because I can't handle it? Mm. And he was talking about, um, he was talking about getting busy. And I'm like, what and I, and then he was like and then my friends were like oh man just chill out chill out whatever and that bothered me and I remembered my mind protecting me from it and it was like shoving it down so I wouldn't remember it mm-hmm. and ever since then um I was almost like looking for a fight because okay. I was trying to like prove to myself that I was tough I was trying to prove to myself that I can I can protect right mm-hmm. and when I when I got with my girl, it became like a real thing. You know what I mean? Like I yeah. was like, she was like, she's like, you seem like you're like always on edge, like you always want to fight. And I'm like, no, I just want to protect you. And what was actually happening was I was very insecure. I was trying to prove something to myself. Yeah. And I was like, man, I, I need to figure something out. And and uh, so I met the guy that I'm still training with today. He had mm-hmm. told me about jujitsu, and that's how I started. Dope. And our match, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, the the last tournament, mm-hmm. that feeling came back up with a guy making fun of me. And and I had been going to therapy about it and everything. And what my therapist had told me, she was like, she says, use jujitsu as a way to clear it out. She's like, it's not about like taking your anger out on the person that you're rolling with. But you can say to yourself, Mr. Lee, like, I'm going to use this as a thing. Like, I know I can protect myself. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, um, um. And you you use it through you know through your through rolling, and it's not like to hurt the person or anything like that, but it's just to like to let it out mm-hmm. or, or to kind of like here's your way to prove it to yourself. Yes, and that what that tournament was about to me. It was extremely important to me. 
Okay. You know what I mean? And it was a way to like for me to let it go. And I and I think a part of that I, I let go. But as an like you can get teased and bullied as a kid. It's a whole nother thing when you get when you get bullied as an adult. Yeah. You know yeah. because in all honesty, man, it I, I didn't. It took away from me. I felt like as a man. You know what I mean? Like I, I felt less of a man. I, I felt like I, I was. I just felt like I, I, I wasn't a man. No, really. And, it, and, and and that one was that was hard for me. That was hard for me. And I, um, but I feel like I regained that back. You know what I mean? Well, man, bro. First, thanks for sharing that. Cause oh yeah, man, uh, I'm right there with you. Um, if you listen to the first podcast. You know, uh, you talk. I told my story about my first fight and getting my ass beat on the toilet and shit. Um, my whole life, I've been afraid to fight. Mm-hmm. Like, like, and I've always gotten away with posturing because I've had. I look at it as like I have very chaotic energy. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we talked about this a little bit. It's a real yeah, recognized yeah, yeah. real, and I feel like people recognize my energy. They don't know what to make of my energy. They can't tell if it's is he is he is he a evil person? Is he a nice person? They don't know how to fucking take it. And then when I talk to you. I come off nice, but then I also have another switch, and I don't know if people really know how to read me, if that makes sense. So I think my whole life I've gotten off of just being like, fuck it, let's go. And that being my my shield, like we were talking about posturing, that's my posturing, and that got me out of situations, but I've always been afraid to fight. I've always been afraid to get my ass kicked. Mm-hmm. And even uh, with my girl, like even on uh, my website, my Jiu-Jitsu Academia, it says I just want to be a dude that doesn't want to get his ass, that doesn't get his ass kicked, mm-hmm. because that's what was the spawn of this. Twenty twenty, when shit was going down, I was like, if shit hits the fan. If I had to fight to protect me, my girl, or anyone I love for safety, supplies, or anything, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. a fucking wrap. I don't know shit. Yes, I know nothing. I can, I know how to shoot a gun. But that only gets you so far if you don't have bullets and shit like that. So that's why I was saying self-defense is the biggest, most important part of jujitsu for me. So yes. I, I agree with you on that, man. And and I I was bullied too as a no I didn't realize it was bullying. It's like, you know, you have these people that are friends, you're like, Oh, they're just talking shit to you. You're like, oh, oh, we're just busting your balls. And then as you get older, you're like, nah, you're actually kind of an asshole. Like I had this roommate who he would only do this shit when people were around. But we were in the fucking, in our apartment, I went to make a grilled cheese sandwich. Now, mind you, I'm like 23, 22, 23, around that age. So I'm still grown, man. I'm paying the bills, sharing an apartment with this dude. He just did all the dishes. He was like, oh, you can't make a grilled cheese sandwich because I just did all the dishes. It's like, bro, I'm going to wash the dishes right after. It's like, it's my place. I'm paying rent, paying for food. I'm making a damn sandwich. He comes in there. Now, I got the burner on. He comes in and he snatches like the bread and shit out of my hand. And I was like, I had a frying pan in my hand. I was like, I've been friends with this dude for years. <sighs> the only reason why I'm not beating his ass is because I know he would fucking call the cops and press charges. And also, I I don't want to be that person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be that person. The only reason why I'm being this person is because this person's being this way towards me. And I don't like the way it feels because I'm being disrespected. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to say this to this person. And so I ended up I think I ended up leaving the burner on, throwing some bread on and walking out. And just like, that was like the first marker in our friendship. I was like, let this motherfucker make another move. We're done. Like as friends. And time went on. He did some shady, selfish shit. We're not friends anymore. But very long story short, he was a person that used to bully me. Right. And my whole group of friends. And you didn't know it at first? I didn't realize it. 
Cause like I moved every school year. I moved every year. So every year I had a new set of friends, new, new teachers, new everything, new city, foster care, in and out foster, all over the fucking place. So when I finally got to a place that was settled, I was like, oh, I just want friends. Like I was in this is middle school. So I was like, these are my friends, middle school, high school. We're gonna be friends forever. It's the movie shit. You know, you got your boys, your friends. You never leave them no matter what. And as I got older, I just realized you guys are kind of fucking mean to me and they're kind of fucking selfish. And uh, I don't fucking like any of this. So I just kind of had to do something about it <laughs> and, and remove myself from the equation. You know, one thing that I notice now, um, if I find myself in a situation like that, like mm -hmm. then I would want I would want to fight because yeah. I would want to like it. It for, for me, I I needed to prove something to myself. You mm -hmm. snatch something out of my hand, we fighting, bro. Like the bread, we're fighting. Bro. <laughs> but, but, if, but but shoot, if that if that same thing happens to me, mm -hmm. since I know jujitsu, um, yeah, I'm more inclined to be like, man, what you doing, man? You know what I mean? Like it's easy for me to walk away from. I'm like, I, I like you. You would have to really engage for me to be like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put you down. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so e so much easier now to like walk away from a fight. I agree. You know, but yeah. before I, I would be like, if if you snatching the bread, I'm like, here's my opportunity. You know. Mm -hmm. I, what I'll say is personally, I keep my circle small because I I definitely mm -hmm. did like experience my own type of bullying. Like I play sports. Mm -hmm. But I wasn't like I didn't care to party. Um, I didn't give like I didn't want to be a rapper like everybody else in the town. Like I just wanted to do my own thing. I liked anime. Um, my friends were my friends, and we all did the same stuff. But like I went through this like issue after football, like mm -hmm. not knowing who I was because everything that I liked I was made fun of for. Um, like anime growing up, I got made fun of that. Yeah. Um, like just just a lot of stuff. So even being a jock, you still got made fun of. Yeah, yeah, because like I used to wear like Naruto T-shirts and stuff to school, so they would like make fun of me yeah. because of that. Um, and I really, I really don't like bullies, man. I don't like bullies, and those are the people that'll get me like getting like you. You've seen me in the gym, like I'm here for everyone to learn. If there's, you know who I'm talking about, the one specific dude <laughs> came back. Look, the day I see him, he's done. Like, and like, he might know, but I don't think he knows. And it is because I don't like bullies. Like, he's one of those people who runs from people. He's one of those people who, like, if you're smaller than him, he's going to smash you yeah. and throw you around and not let go of stuff that's not working. But with, like, with me or with, you know, he runs. Yeah. So. I don't like bullies because of that. And, like, even that situation, it's because you have what I would say it is. You have, like, a very calming energy. Like, whenever I seen you, you were walking, you were you look confident, you look like you're just here to enjoy your life, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of people who have a lot of stress in their lives or have a lot of insecurities, they don't like that energy from people. And that's all it was, man. He knew that the people that you were with, they liked you because of the person you were. And he knew he was only there because he was some dude's brother. Like that that that's what I've realized about bullying is that they're projecting on their own insecurities. Yeah. Something yeah. something about you is what he wishes he was. You know, um my brother, um there was a one of my other brothers was getting married and my brother came, he was one of the um uh what is it? The, the guys, the best not the, the groomsmen. Groomsmen. Yeah. And he was telling us all this story. He's like, um he's like um he says, oh, this girl reached out to me on Facebook um, 
and she was like, uh, my brother's successful. Mm -hmm. And she says, um, she reached out to him on Facebook and said, um, uh, I see how successful you are and it makes me sick to my stomach because you bullied me when I was a kid. And she says, I can never, you know, forgive you. Mm -hmm. And I asked my brother, I was like, did you reach out to her? Blah, blah, blah. And uh, he was like, uh, yeah, I tried and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, she won't hear any of it. And I said, can I reach out to her? And he said, yeah. So I reached out to her. She told me everything. And I talked to my brother, John. I told him. I was like, like, like why was that going on? He said, dude, he says, I was a kid. I was scared. Mm -hmm. He says, when, you, when you're a kid, you're just like, you pick on the people so you're not getting picked, so you're not getting picked on. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's all about fear. You know and I mean, it comes back to that same thing. It's like we're, we're all scared, and so we just choose to hurt people out of fear, so it won't come back on us. I, I guess I don't know. No, I I agree. Hurt people, hurt people. It's yes, the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Facts. I think um, we do need. Sorry, we do need to wrap up. There's a great yeah, yeah, spot yeah. to wrap up. Um, I do want to say this, not I, not to get religious, uh, but. I think fear and ego are entwined, and I am. My, I have a theory that if you believe in God and good and evil and all that stuff, that fear and ego are the are possibly sin because it's in every last one of us. And if you look at the drivers behind ego and fear, they all kind of intertwine, right? Like the posturing mm -hmm. with the ego that all comes from fear. Um, if you look at just um, bullying people uh it, it all comes from fear and it all comes from your own ego and your own insecurity to feeling less than mm -hmm. so that's my theory yeah honestly i like <laughs> as soon as you said that i was like because hmm, i mean okay. in the bible it says sin is in all of us ever since they ate the fruit not i don't want to get too religious but y'all know what i'm saying yeah yeah well that wraps it up we went a little over an hour this time but i think mike has some really good things dj Man, thank you guys for being here. I appreciate you both. Thank hey. you so much. Thank you. And uh, thank you guys for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you next time. Well, you A-side? What you? you know. Mike's not A-side. I, um, I got a gang song y'all throw No, up. man. Machado. Machado. For life. Machado. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all take care. Stay blessed. Till next time. Yes, sir.